Hello, welcome to my podcast. You are not alone. Convos with Annalisa. I am Annalisa. Hi friends, welcome back. I'm so happy to be back with everybody. I hope that everyone had a wonderful holiday and you were able to spend time with your family, your friends, uh, just kind of reconnecting with people maybe that you had not heard or seen in a while. And honestly, altogether, I just hope that, you know, you're kind of thankful because I know I was. I was super thankful to have everybody that's here with us right now continue to to be here with us. Um, I lost my aunt earlier this year and that has been such an eye opener for me. And so I've just really been reaching out to more people, letting them know how thankful I am that they are still here with us because this world has just gone a little crazy, but we're going to make it. We're going to be okay. So new year and all the new things, you know, I ran across a Facebook post and it said um, something along the lines of there are only two stages of grief who you were before and who you are after. And it really resonated with me because January 7th was a very hard day. It was the day um, five years ago that my little girl ended up super sick in the hospital. She had gone to the bathroom 27 times that entire, um, I think it was like a 12 hour period. And I ended up having to take her into the emergency room and her um, ulcerative colitis was flaring like none other. And so when I read this post, um, who you were before and who you were after, you know, grief, I, I, I had to sit and think to myself and say, I've changed in so many different ways. I have tried my hardest and I, I don't always get it right. I fail. I fail all the time, but I am more aware and I try to be there for anybody who I know who is currently having a hard time. Even if they're not having a hard time, if I haven't reached out to you in the last couple of months, I'm making huge strides to just reach out, make sure everybody is okay. And just like I said, let them know how thankful I am that they are still here. Uh, two weeks ago, I went and I got my hair done and I've been going to my hairdresser for quite some time now. So we kind of know about each other's lives and each other's like history as far as just like everything. Cause you know, you kind of just get there with that hairdresser friend of yours and they stop becoming your hairdresser and they start becoming family. And this is like a perfect example because I went to see her on a Tuesday and, um, that like, I think it was like Thursday or Friday, I saw her post on Facebook that her son had gotten, um, he had gotten sick and my old self would have been like, Oh, I'm so sorry. Like I'm sending prayers and like kind of left it at that. And ever since I've been through what I've been through and kind of knowing things that she's gone through, I ended up reaching out to her privately. It's not really something I would have done before, but, um, excuse me. Um, I did. I reached out to her and I asked her, how are you doing? 
And she was like, well, this is going on with him. And I said, no, no, no. I, I read your post. I know that your son isn't doing well. I'm asking how you're doing. And she like, you know, it took a minute and then she messaged back and she was like, I'm just heartbroken. And hearing that, like I knew I needed to do something. Now, because of COVID and, you know, hospital rules, which I completely respect, I can't just run up there and take her some comfort food or a drink or anything like that. We're not allowed to go and sit with the moms while they're waiting for results from tests or spending the time because I'm going to tell you something, hospital time is the slowest time and any time that you have to be in the hospital and be admitted, it feels like every second is an hour and you're stressed out about your child and you're stressed out because like in my case and in her case, you have another child at home that you're not with and you know that they're stressed out about what's going on with their sibling. You have to keep everybody in the loop that needs to be in the loop. Moms, dads, grandparents, aunts, cousins, anybody that's super close to you. You now have people waiting for you to broadcast something. And sometimes you get results that are great and you want to broadcast them to everybody. And sure, you know, Facebook post, that's great. And then you get results that maybe they're not so great. And going through like my Facebook memories um, here recently, um, you know how they like pop up and they show you like, this is what happened five years ago. This is what happened four years ago. Well, everything is popping up for me from when Mabel Ann had her very first awful flare. And it is emotional. It is a roller coaster. And you want to share what's going on. You want to protect your child's privacy. You're asking for prayers because at this point, that's all that there is to ask for. And it is like waves of everything coming at you. <clears throat> I am so sorry. I have awful allergies right now. Uh, the cedar and the weather and everything isn't really helping me, but we're going to get through this, right? So bear with me, friends. But it's really hard, like I'm saying. I mean, kind of seeing her kind of going through all of this has made me realize I was a very selfish person before. And I'm not saying that I'm not selfish right now because I have flaws and I can still be selfish at times and I try my hardest not to be, but I think it's human nature. And so like, I'm not asking for, you know, for you to, to be like, oh my gosh, like you were selfish in this time and I don't need you to point out my flaws. I know I have them. I'm human and I'm okay with that. I've accepted it, but I do try to be better. So seeing her post really just like brought me to a, like a place where I remember what it felt like and like all those emotions. And so between all of my recent posts, like I said, that have been kind of coming back up, seeing a good friend of mine now going through something where they're running tests on her baby and things like that, I get it. And so it wasn't much, and I'm not trying to boast or brag or anything like that. I'm trying to encourage, and I'm encouraging you that if you see somebody having a hard time, message them privately and ask them how they are doing. We already know what's going on with their kiddo or whoever it is that they have that they're having in the hospital, whether it's their parents or their cousins or their kids or their husband or whomever. Ask them how they're doing. It goes a long way. 
trust me. I think that I still get very emotional when people ask me, how are you doing? Because I'm still, I still feel like I went through a war and my war was with my daughter's disease, you know? So it's definitely, it's a lot. It's a lot. So I ended up, um, like I said, I'm not able to go up there because that was generally my go-to thing. I generally try to go and visit somebody who's in the hospital because I just know that company sometimes makes things a little bit better. I try and bring something I know that they specifically like. I have one friend who her and her child, they like gum. And so I try my hardest to like take gum up to them. Anything that I think that will just like, hey, they know me and they're thinking about me. So with that being said, I ended up sending a Starbucks gift card up to her and I told her, um, you know, if you need anything else, you need to let me know. If you are hungry and you need an Uber Eats, I am more than happy to send something your way. If you need something from Amazon to just occupy your time, because I'm telling you the seconds are hours in there. Do you need a coloring book? You need coloring pencils. You need socks. You need chapstick. You need a hair scrunchie. You need anything. You need to let me know because I can do my best to help provide for you in whatever way I can. And I think that when I I didn't think about it, I just kind of jumped into, into that like friend mom mode kind of thing. And when it all like was said and done, like they're home now, thank goodness, I like sat back and I thought to myself, the old selfish me would have just messaged like prayers. I'm thinking about you. And that would have been where it ended because I had never been through any kind of trauma with my own children and my own like personal, like little, my family of four, like there was nothing that had happened prior to Mabel Ann getting ulcerative colitis. So I was a very selfish person and there's nothing wrong with that. I'm acknowledging it. I see where my faults are and I've tried to make amends and I've tried to be a better person and I'm trying every single day. But I think that maybe not everyone has been through something like that. And that's great. I'm so happy if you've never had to experience any of that. But coming from someone that was in the hospital, when somebody reaches out, I'm telling you, it goes such a long way. And so when I saw that Facebook post and it was like, who were you before? I can genuinely answer. I was a selfish person. I thought about me and I only thought about me and my little family. And that was it. Who are you after? I'm hopeful that my friends and family now see that I do try more. I am very active as much as I can be with the people that I know. If I know that you're going through something, I will try my hardest now to make an effort and reach out. Now, that being said, I still have my family that I have to take care of. And so I recently had to step back from being godparents to one of my friend's kiddos. And it wasn't for any lighthearted reason. I just had a lot going on. And I knew that the attention that they needed from me wasn't possible. And so I had already committed and said yes. And then things just kind of spiraled in December. It was a crazy month. And a lot of personal things happened here at home. Raising kids is very hard. And there isn't a book. 
and we don't have a crystal ball to tell me that in a week, you know, I'm going to have some, I don't want to say issues, but I'm going to have some, some things that I need to work on with one or both of my children. And so December was really hard. Um, not only is it the last year of my oldest, not like before she hits teen, actual teen years, we're in tween years right now, but I mean, just all of that right there, it's hard. That was hard. And then we had some situations arise that again, I I don't really want to speak too much on it, but it just definitely, she needed my attention, my full attention. And so that is what I did. I made sure to give her my absolute full attention and I had to bow out of, like I said, becoming a godparent to one of my friend's children. I still feel so awful about it, but I'm glad that I did and I'm glad that I explained to her and she didn't need an explanation, but I felt like I needed to give her one just so that she knew I do value her friendship and I do value her opinions and thoughts and everything. She's a really sweet, sweet person. I just knew that I couldn't give them what they deserved. And so she was so, so sweet about it. But again, I feel like I am growing every day. I feel like I am trying my hardest. I feel like as long as you're working on yourself and you are keeping yourself in check, then you're doing all that you can. Like I said, it's been five years this month that we went in for the absolute worst of our flares. Let's knock on some wood for me, please. Let's hope that that was the the biggest one we'll ever kind of go through. But man, it is it is insane to think that five years ago, Today, I was in the hospital and my daughter was not doing well. At this point, I know that she had already had a couple of blood transfusions and thinking about that even now is super emotional. I didn't know if I was making the right decision. Still don't, I mean, I I think I made the right decision even now. Like, obviously, I question myself all the time. But I do know that what we did for her, we did with the information that we had on hand. We did everything by obviously what was happening at the current moment. And we tried our best. And that's all that we can do. And I think that if we wouldn't have done what we did, we wouldn't be where we are. And I hope that makes some kind of sense. Maybe it doesn't. I don't know. <laughs> Sometimes I I cannot get all the words out that I want to say because I get just like, I don't know the words, like blocked. And I know sometimes I hold back because I know that I'll be super emotional and I'm a baby crier. <laughs> if you know me in real life, you'll know that I cry for everything. I cry when my kids have a birthday. I cry when I'm angry. I cry when I'm super excited. I cry when I'm just in a funk. I cry in the car sometimes out of nowhere. I just, I'm the biggest baby crier that that, that there is. And 
I don't really think there's anything bad with that. I think that it's a good thing. I think that I'm very aware of my emotions and I own them. And, you know, I, I remember, um, when my sister-in-law had her baby shower or not her baby shower, I'm so sorry, her gender reveal. And we found out the gender. I just started crying and it kind of came out of nowhere, but it was cause I was seriously so excited because I knew that we were bringing in so much more love into our family. And I love her kids so much. And I get emotional even now, like kind of talking about them because I mean, it, it's a beautiful thing to see life, to see people that you know that wanted something and they were able to get it. And I know that isn't the case for everybody. And my heart just breaks for people who struggle with any kind of infertility. I mean, my heart just always just goes out to them because it's just not easy. I, I had a miscarriage um, before our two daughters. So my very first pregnancy ended in a miscarriage. And I still think about that baby every single day. There's not a day that goes by that I don't think about that baby. And I don't carry them in my heart. And I don't, you know, not acknowledge them. I am just an emotional person. That's just who I am. And, you know, I am pro whatever makes your little heart happy. You know, I don't take any stance against anything because it's not my business. My business is my personal body and just, I guess you would say like my children right now. Um, That's about it. But with the new year, you know, it's been a really great time to like reflect and just, you know, make those goals for yourself to better yourself in the new year and I hope that 2022 brings you everything that you have set, like whatever goals you have set for yourself. I hope that you are able to obtain them. I have some pretty big goals of myself for myself this year and starting off strong with the year. I do. I do want to try and be more active in many more people's lives and it doesn't have to be like a daily phone call. It doesn't even have to be a weekly phone call, but like even just checking in once a month with people, I think goes a long way. So I may try and work on that. And just like I said, reconnect with some people that maybe I have lost some connection with, but obviously I still care about them and going from there, you know? going to be a great year for all of us. I'm so happy to be back this year and I'm so happy to have you here with me. So I hope you have a good rest of your week and I will speak to you all next week. Have a good one, friends. Bye.